Welcome back to The Mammy Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today, we have Adam, the Director of Field Marketing at Gonavi. Thank you, Adam, for getting into the show. Hi, Rohit. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. I think uh, GoDaddy is big. You've been the Director of Field Marketing at GoDaddy for long now. We are obviously the GoDaddy customers. We guys are helping into our client base as well, GoDaddy partner as well. And yeah, it's been working like well with GoDaddy since last three, four years down now for us. So would you just like to give a, give a quick intro about yourself as well, how you got into the entrepreneurship and this position and into this MNC and so on? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thanks for asking. So uh, my background, my degree is in advertising design. I went to art school uh, back in the uh, early 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the mid to late 90s, I started building um, websites um, with handwritten HTML and um, and really had a passion for it. <clears throat> and at the time I graduated from college, I went straight to work in an office furniture factory. So not mm -hmm. at all using my degree, uh, like I thought I would be, <clears throat> but within that position, uh, making office furniture, I, um, had the opportunity to learn to program, uh, computer navigated control or CNC machines. Uh, and that was really my introduction into programming of any sort. It was the three axes and the drilling machines and those kinds of things. Um, so that led me to building websites and, and writing code. And as my passion for that uh, increased, I started a few little side businesses, first starting with a pen and ink portrait business based on my schooling and my, my art um, uh, aptitude at the time. Uh, and that translated into building a website for selling those pen and ink portraits. <clears throat> so um, as, uh, as I progressed with different side businesses. Um, I found WordPress, the open source web publishing platform in 2005. Mm -hmm. um, it got its start in 2003. I, I found it in 2005 and just fell in love with the platform itself <clears throat> because of what it enabled me to do. I'm a right brain and a left brain. Uh, so uh, WordPress answered that call visually. It was very appealing. It was very easy to use, but I could get down and dirty with customizing my code. And as I learned more and got more involved into this community of WordPress users and web designers and developers, yeah. uh, my skills progressed. And I knew that someday I wanted to make WordPress my career. I didn't know how, uh, but I knew I wanted to do it. So fast <laughs> forward a couple more years later and a, a few other side businesses later, I was working customer service at the time uh, mm -hmm. for an audiobook publisher doing website and phone sales of audiobooks, cassette tapes, CDs, and the new thing at the time, MP3s. Mm -hmm. uh, and I happened to have a cubicle that I was sharing a wall with the IT manager. And I kept hounding him saying, we need to use WordPress to build websites for our audiobook authors as a, as a marketing uh, uh, page. Um, he finally relented. Uh, I moved to the ID department and I was able to work with WordPress every day, all day long, building sites for audiobook authors. Um, and so then that progressed into other work with using WordPress every day. Fast forward to now. Well, fast forward to four and a half years ago, I joined GoDaddy as their field marketing manager, which really translates into uh, our team 
sponsoring WordPress and web designer and developer events mm -hmm. and showing up and learning from uh, that audience and then connecting them to GoDaddy uh, products and services. That's cool. That's cool. Pretty awesome. So uh, you've been into entrepreneurship since the young teen, you know, so obviously. So how in your terms, what an entrepreneurship actually means to like, is it for everyone or what it needs to, what it takes to get it to that level? That's a good question. Uh, my my first reaction was, was I was going to say, no, it's not for everyone. But <laughs> I'm also a believer that anyone can follow their passion yeah. and create a business and create their own way with it. Mm -hmm. um, being an entrepreneur, as you I'm sure know, and as I've listened to several of your other guests on, on your podcast know, yeah. it is not an easy road and it's not um, it's not a straight incline into success. Mm. There's many hills and valleys. Um, there's many times where um, I've wanted to throw in the towel. There's many um, businesses that I've started. Well, I would say almost every one where I thought this is going to be it. This is going to be my sustainable business. And then, mm -hmm. you know, one, two, three years into it, I go, oh, well, it's 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 not scaling like I thought it would. And then you start to have self-doubt. You experience imposter syndrome. Am I really cut out for this? Did I do I really know what I'm doing? Um, and at the end of the day, my advice to people <clears throat> is if you have a passion for something, no matter what it is, whether it's creating art, it's writing, it's designing, um, whatever it is, as long as you keep that as your North Star and don't let anything or anyone get in your way from believing that you can make a living out of your passion, then I think that's maybe one of the secrets to being successful as an entrepreneur is really sticking with it through thick and thin and, you know, and then I'll, I'll contradict myself and then say, knowing when to pivot, knowing when yeah. to change direction. No, I think believe is there because starting into entrepreneurship, believe is something which a person should have and do themselves because no one else will believe to be honest when someone is getting started. Even I have seen, I have seen in much people as well. And that's real. Yeah. It's really, it's really quite disheartening when um, you have a passion or an idea for something and you you get even friends or family or acquaintances yeah. saying, well, I don't know. Yeah. You know. One small example of that I'll give you is uh, I was creating my first e-commerce site back in maybe 2005 or 2006, um, and it was a, a pet supply store. And I was getting into the code and I was customizing the colors and things. And it was, it was, uh, it was something I was proud of. And I would go and show my, my wife and go, look, look what I've done and look how good it looks. And she'd go, eh, yeah. But at the same time, I knew that learning those skills were, were just a stepping stone to help me to mm -hmm. progress to, to being able to do more and more um, with, with e-commerce and that platform. Um, really one thing I would say, well, one, let me put it this way. Every success and every failure mm -hmm. is still a move forward on your yeah. journey of entrepreneurialism, because you always learn something you learn mm -hmm. what to do, or you learn what not to do. And those yeah. are both valuable.
That's real. But yeah, that's real. Roller coaster ride, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, so what it takes to be an entrepreneur is uh, <laughs> mm. a, a a tough stomach for that roller coaster ride. I I would I would guess, um, and that's why, if you don't mind me saying that, that's why I'm I'm so pleased to to be with GoDaddy um, over these past four and a half years, uh, because we do a lot for these um, these would-be business owners and these young or even old entrepreneurs who are starting their own businesses. Uh, we have an Empower program here at GoDaddy where we partner with um, uh, different nonprofits uh, across the world. And what we do in partnering with them is give them a customized workshop curriculum, one-on-one uh, -on -one group mentorship and coaching, uh, we donate products and services, uh, and we have wraparound services like childcare, transportation, and and even technology for these um, entrepreneurs who are starting to um, create and scale their own businesses. And I'm I'm really really proud of the company for that. That's cool, awesome. So tell us a little more about the Web two and Web three. You know, like Web three is booming since last one or two years now, and like into this space and how Web3 is like evolving or probably you can say like inclining towards the Web3. So what's the view of yours on that thing? Yeah, I, and I'll answer that coming from the web designer and developer and WordPress uh, website building space. Um, in our space, uh, just like you and everyone else has seen lately, uh, chat, GPT, AI, um, uh, Dolly, image, AI, They've all been blowing up and there's all kinds of guesses at what the future holds for AI in general. But when it comes to building websites or writing copy for, for, uh, for your client sites, um, these tools have been really incredible for um, optimization, for, uh, for streamlining your workflow um, with WordPress, the platform specifically. Um, if your listeners don't know, there are plugins that you can add, which are basically extra um, chunks of code that do specific things like image galleries or what have you. And there are plugins that have integrated uh, ChatGPT uh, into things like your e-commerce store. So you use WordPress, you use a plugin called WooCommerce to enable e-commerce. And there's a, a chat GPT plugin that helps you rewrite and enhance your product descriptions. Um, and the reason why this is so amazing to me, it's so helpful because uh, my kids, I've started a little t-shirt store for them. Uh, okay. And um, I'm, it's a it's a drop shipping store with Printful uh -huh. and, and, and yeah, WooCommerce. Yeah. Um, with their their own drawings on the on t-shirts and that comes default with the product descriptions and t-shirts there's a million and one t-shirt sites out there so how do you stand out from the rest right how do you get noticed um, so I started toying with this uh, this plugin for helping me write product descriptions and I'll tell you what Rahit it was amazing you can put uh, all kinds of different prompts in there um, and um, it's really helped uh, kind of round out the site and make it more unique than it than it was got it okay tell me one thing you know like chat gpt it is a big you know that with open ai by open AI. so see what do you think like will ai replace the 
human efforts, which is already being doing by the like, will it replace the human efforts or will it replace the cost expenses with agencies like marketing agencies in future? Because companies used to spend millions every single year. Will this be go down with AI? Because I think so, because AI will take care of all the redo things. Cannot be take care of the one do things, but can be take care of the redo things. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's a it's a real possibility and a real fear for a lot of people in this industry that um, things like copywriters um, for website content might be more easily replaced than ever before, um, and even the creation of code. Uh, the in chat GPT people have said, "Write that. me a WordPress plugin that does X," <laughs> and it spits out of a fully yeah. working, you know, uh, piece of software. Yeah, it's and so those things are scary. Um, but on the flip side of that, we've also seen people recently coming out with copywriting services that very specifically say these are humans. This is not Chat GPT. Um, so they're they're trying to find the value prop in it being you know human writers now, whether whether that has a future, we're we'll all find out. I think there's going to be so many things that um, that come with uh, with OpenAI and ChatGPT and others um, that we can't I can't predict. Um, mm-hmm. You know the fact that Microsoft is building it into yeah. their products and services and into Bing. It's going to be a whole new world. In fact, the one thing I said to someone maybe a couple of months ago was, I think of the onset of AI in the web space specifically as kind of an industrial revolution, right? When you think back to the industrial revolution here in the US with the advent of machines taking over a lot of the jobs of people, um, I think that's going to happen. But I think as as humans we'll pivot and we'll figure, we'll figure something else out. Um, uh, Mm. I hope. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's not just about copywriting and content writing, you know, content writing and copywriting probably can be a spark with AI. Maybe in next few, two years down the line, we, any new software can come out. You can just build your website for free with just two clicks and let your website get ready. It can be helpful to small businesses. Their agencies used to charge 500 USD for a development, 1,000 USD for a development. So why should small businesses spend that money to that particular thing? They should go, they will go for the 49 USD plan with that particular tool, obviously, you know? Sure. Yeah, that's a that's a real concern for for a lot of people. Um, and I would say if um, if you had a site that you created or had created with with AI and it and it had all the functionality you wanted, whether it's a membership site or SaaS or uh, whatever it is, that code and that um, environment that it's hosted on right now still needs tending like a garden. It still needs software updates. It still needs uh, backups. It still needs security built in. Um, and maybe those things will end up being covered by AI solutions as well. Uh, but for now, it might be prudent to to pivot more to um, a maintenance uh, or a website care plan type of um, position with your agency or your freelance business. Um, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next five to 10 years. That's for sure. We know that. Yeah, it will be interesting with Web3 as well, because Web3 is obviously changing the things as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Awesome. So any best advice do you have for anyone who is listening to the show regarding the entrepreneurship they want to get in as a beginner or who owns a small business? What should they consider for the best in marketing? Well, that's a big question. And I'm going to go back to um, what I touched on before, believing, mm -hmm. believing in yourself, believing you can do it. Um, I'm a large believer in manifesting your own yeah. destiny and reality. And, um, and I don't say that lightly. Uh, and when people learn about that, it really, I think the, the power of the mind has um, all of the power of the universe within it, within each mm -hmm. one of us. Um, so if you are, if you're set on doing something or existing as a certain way, keep believing, keep repeating that mantra. Um, and I'm sorry, I forgot the second question. I got a little ethereal there. Also, it, it's just like, if anyone is, if anyone is just new into the marketing, you know, like on the small business, what should they consider if they have a tight budget? Like what should they consider in marketing? Yeah, I think, um, when it comes down to marketing your small business, you have to decide where your audience is, where are your customers or potential customers? They could be on Facebook. They could be on Twitter. They could mm -hmm. be on your email list. Um, they're all of the, the marketing channels that surround kind of the hub of the wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, you'll have to pick and choose. And that comes with doing some, 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 uh, market research, some product mm -hmm. research, some customer research, um, go with what you know first, What interview your customers, survey them, um, either right after checkout or follow-up emails. Let them tell you where they are and what they care about. Um, and then the key there is to have your central hub of the wheel, which in my world is a website, which then fans out content and brings in customers from from multiple places but that would be my my best advice don't try to do it all don't try to be everywhere all at once mm -hmm. all the time isn't that a movie um pick pick yeah. one and start yeah. there and then go to number two yeah got it. awesome awesome adam well thank you so much for getting into the show talk about entrepreneurship that two of three Open AI, obviously, chat GPT and so on. So yeah, thank you so much for having in. Rohit, uh, thanks again for having me and uh, best of luck for the rest of uh, your businesses.